Hello and welcome to Haunted Hometowns, your weekly true crime paranormal podcast. My name is Blake Lambert-Heck, and this season I will be covering deaths and hauntings in Savannah, Georgia, with a different special guest every week. Today I am joined by a soon-to-be-ordained rabbi, Hannah Bender. <laughs> How are Still you? feels strange <laughs> hearing it come out of somebody else's mouth. Well, when you've been doing it for so long, or like studying <laughs> yes. it for so long. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, I'm doing great. Thank you so much Good. for having me. Yeah, absolutely. You... Are moving to LA soon. Yeah, in two days. It's insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy. Well, mm-hmm. do you know much about Savannah, Georgia? I do not. Have you almost ever... nothing? <laughs> That's good. That's okay. Yeah, Have like ever... starting from like a ground level. Right, right, right. Okay. Have you visited Georgia or the coast? In I've that been area? to Atlanta. That's fair. Um, but nowhere else. I mean, we visited like a KKK site or something in Georgia when we were visiting there. Oh, that's it's unfortunate. Not, not very. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot to visit. So, yes, that's true. All the sites. <laughs> um, how would you describe a ghost? A ghost. Yes. A ghost, in my understanding, is a spirit that has unfinished business on Earth. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, that sounds that sounds good to me now that I'm saying it. Yeah, yeah, that feels right. Do you believe in ghosts? I don't know. I've never had, like, an experience right, right, with right. a ghost. I, like, used to watch all of those, like, kitschy, like, shows, like, <laughs> the ghost hunters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was always fun. It was more, like, just for, like, the humor oh, of, like, sure. making fun of it. Yeah. But I think so. I think that, like, people live on past their earthly bodies. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say yes. Okay. And, I mean, again, everyone has their own take on it, so... There's no right or wrong answer. Yeah. If you do, you do. If you don't, you don't. <laughs> if you knows? will in the future, you will. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, Hannah, we are going to discuss the deaths and hauntings at the Hamilton Turner Inn. Okay. And before I start, this place... Okay, I was just... I just got back from Savannah, and this mansion is stunning. It is huge. I'm going to actually show you a picture because Please. I am like obsessed with this place. And you can stay there now and I would love to stay oh. there because it's like a... But at one time it was like a like a family owned yes. mansion. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it's like an expensive hotel now. Okay. <laughs> Classic. Like... <gasps> wow. It's very right? like Disney-esque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, mm, it's like a Mary Poppins house almost. I could see that, yeah. Wow, it's beautiful. (laughs) And it sits... I can see why a spirit would want to stick around. I would stay there, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Savannah has, like, I think it's 22 or 24 squares. It's, like, what city planning was back Uh, then. Okay. So this house sits in one of the squares, like, on the end of it. Mm. And it's just, like, a beautiful view of a park in front of it. Uh. It's just, like, gorgeous. (laughs) Plus all the oak with the hanging moss and stuff like that. I love it. It's Mm. beautiful. But by 
1915, this lavish house was owned by a Dr. Francis Turner, Mm. who lived there with his family. You know something's going to go wrong when someone's name is Francis. Francis. (laughs) And and the Dr. Francis, yeah. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. He was known for throwing large, extravagant parties. Which, like, if you're in that house, you have to. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. It's a must. No, it's like, it's a rager lodging. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But they were only for adults. My Mm. kind of party. Okay. (laughs) So, Francis was a swinger, maybe? Maybe. Maybe so. (laughs) All right, Francis. (laughs) Every party, his children were sent upstairs to play before they went to bed. (laughs) One night in the 1940s, during one of these events, the children headed upstairs to play at the billiard table. After a while, and hearing the fun everyone downstairs was having, the children decided to drop a billiard ball down the stairs, thinking they'd be able to, like, take a glance at the party when they went down to Mm. retrieve the ball. Okay, okay. Sneaky. Smart, Yeah. These kids and I would get along. Yeah. They're like, that's kind of... <laughs> like, that's me. <laughs> a party I'm not invited to. Please. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, balls will be thrown. Yes. <laughs> However, one of Dr. Turner's daughters stepped too close to the edge of the stairs and fell down the stairs oh, no. to her death. Oh, shit. Yeah. It was oh. not... That party was not fun. That really... Yeah, that's a downer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to say the least. And this obviously isn't the only death that happened in the Hamilton Turner house. (laughs) Was it the first? Did it like set it off or? No. Oh shit. This is just like one in a string of. (laughs) So it's called Hamilton Turner because those are like the owners. So Hamilton was the original owner Mm, and then Turner, they ended up with, they bought the house from the Hamilton family. Okay. Um, So yeah, this beautiful mansion and now an inn uh, was built in 1873 for the wealthy jeweler Samuel P. Hamilton. Mm. So that's how he got the money to build this huge okay. house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was off making all the fancy jewelry for the yes. rest of the rich people in Georgia. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he wasn't just a jeweler, though. He also was the president of Brush Electric Light and Power Company. So he also had money from being a president of a successful electricity company. In the 19th century? Oh, yeah. It's up and coming. Insane. (laughs) Later, he would become the mayor of Savannah. So he was a very busy man. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. A jeweler and (laughs) the mayor? Does it all. (laughs) Okay. What a resume. The 17-room mansion was nicknamed Grand Victorian Lady. Why, lady? I don't know. I don't. Why do we call ships? Yeah, or cars. Yeah, 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 I don't get it. (laughs) But uh, seventeen rooms. Yeah, that's a seventeen rooms. Was this? Was the original owner like married? Did he have a family? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, I believe, he had four kids, six kids. Okay. Okay. Four of four between him and his wife and then two from a previous marriage. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so everybody gets two rooms. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this house though was a modern marvel for not only its single pane windows, which back then is insane cuz like It's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> like most places now don't have single pane. No. Windows. And <laughs> For having electricity only four years after the invention of the light bulb. All right, that's a big deal. Yes. 
And I mean, like, it makes sense for being the president of an electric company. Totally. You have to have He, like, gets that first. I mean, like, how is he going to show his, like, other rich clients? Like, I'm sure he's, like, yes. bringing people into his house yes. to, like, show how he lit his home. And and through those single pane oh, windows, yeah. I oh, thought it was beautiful. Ooh, gorgeous. <laughs> mm. It was a huge deal, obviously, at the time that the that the night the lights were turned on, a crowd gathered around the house basically to see if the place would explode. <laughs> well, what else would they think, right? No, for sure. Yeah. I mean, well, I cannot even imagine. Right. Like mm-hmm. wh- like seeing a house for the first time be yeah. like lit up. <laughs> It'd be bo- beautiful, but I don't know if the smart idea is if I think this place is going to explode, let's go see. Let's if walk it's towards go. it. Exactly. <laughs> But obviously it didn't explode. Okay, yeah. It was just bright. It was just bright. It was lit up Savannah. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And it also survived the Savannah Fire of 1898 because it had a limestone roof that like extinguished any embers that were tossed at it. Which is another impressive little... That's convenient. This house. (laughs) All right, it's like already magic. So like we know that. (laughs) Human magic first. Right, right, right. <laughs> Okay. Samuel, like I was saying, Samuel and his wife Sarah had six children, four of their own, but two from Sarah's previous marriage. Okay. Two Samuel's brother, William. Oh, shit. And it's not as scandalous as I'd like it to be. <laughs> no? Because William died of typhoid fever. Oh, okay. All right. So we don't know if, like, he asked Samuel to, like, hey, can you watch out for my wife and my kids after I'm dead? It's or interesting. If, like, like, that is one of, like, the most ancient laws in Judaism. Yeah. Like, is if um, your husband dies, you have to marry their brother. Because you have to carry on the family name. I didn't realize that. Yeah. That makes sense, I guess, in a mm-hmm. way. I mean, a little bit, but I mean, it was like still at the time, like when women were property. So it was right, like, right, of course, right. they have to like stay in the same family, right. like have the same DNA that their original husband right, had right, to like right. carry on the children. So, so it's a little problematic, but yeah, but you know, keep it in the family, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they were Jewish. I don't. I'm not sure. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> or, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it's probably something that many other cultures did as well, just to oh, like yeah. keep the women yeah, close yeah, yeah. by, right? I mean, it okay. could have been that she always wanted to marry Samuel <laughs> and just married William. Or killed off her husband right. or something. <laughs> Can't Maybe start she those just rumors. settled for William anyway because she uh, wanted Samuel. I don't know. I won't, I won't well, start it. Well, she settled but... for a beautiful house. I was just going to say. <laughs> if anything, she got a gorgeous house out Absolutely. of it. Absolutely. It's a step up. A step up for her. Samuel was also a naval officer during the Civil War mm. and made a lot of money during the war as well. How? So... As an officer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Hmm. So, you may ask, what do rich people do with a lot of money that they don't know what to do with? <laughs> or, like, too much money? Um, they buy art, of course. Uh. Okay, yeah. I think I would, Mm. you know? You have a huge house to fill. Absolutely. When I got my stimulus check, the first thing I bought was art. (laughs) The second thing I bought was a tattoo, so I guess, yeah. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh, exactly. It's like, okay, so, like, who can I support? Like, the smaller artists, this is what I'm going to do now that I'm rolling in (laughs) $1,200. Makes sense. Uh Perfect. Well, they bought art 
And he purchased very valuable pieces, obviously, mm-hmm. from all over the world. And he turned his home into a private art museum. Oh. Hmm. Must be nice. That sounds lovely. <laughs> but with that, Samuel became paranoid having expensive art in his home. Mm-hmm. He was afraid people would break in and such. So he hired a guard to sit on the roof with a rifle to protect his belongings. <laughs> I don't I like mean, that. <laughs> A wealth of money. Of course. It's the South. They love their guns. Yes, I, yes. Yeah. And like once he amasses all of this wealth, of course he becomes paranoid yeah. and is like, everyone's out to get me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'd be afraid of a rock going through my single pane windows as yeah. well. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. And art that yeah. you can see at night with lights. What? Yeah. I guess I'd be paranoid too if that That's, was the case. Yeah. <laughs> One morning in 1899, a maid made her way up to the roof to check on the guard since he didn't come down in the morning. She found the guard face down in a pool of blood with a bullet wound in the back of his head. Unfortunately, the killer was never discovered and the case went cold. So this man died on the roof? Yes. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so back then, I'm assuming, I mean, this is forever ago. I'm assuming this place is probably the tallest building in the area. Yeah, yeah. No, that's like the best lookout point. Right. So someone would have had to like, I'm assuming either climb the side of the house or be in the house and make their way up to the roof. But like when they did that, they didn't go down and like steal shit? That's, yeah. So that's... They just like left the dead guy on the roof and left? That makes me believe it's like an inside job type thing. Mm. Like, was it in the family? Or was he was sleeping it... with the wife? <laughs> it's a possibility, right. I'm telling All you. Right, guy. <laughs> well, Samuel couldn't find anyone to take the guard's place, which, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he himself would go up at night and protect his own house. <laughs> That's bold. It is bold. Wow. I mean... I guess if he's the one that killed the guard to, like, I guess he's like, well, no one's going to... Okay, okay. So, but, but like, he has to, like, make everybody else think that, like, he still cares about the security yeah, of his yeah, house. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I'm just going to go take a spot. Right. <laughs> That's kind of how I vi- envision it. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. That's the you most logical sense. I do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Months later... Samuel grew ill and died in his house. Mm. And there, I, didn't, I couldn't find anything that said what he died of. Okay. So it's probably just sickness or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> People weren't healthy. No. <laughs> it's the late 1800s, yeah. early 1900s. There's a lot of shit going around. <laughs> the house remained in the Hamilton family until 1915 when it was sold to okay. Dr. Francis Turner, the guy Got from the original. Got it. Okay. Um... His family moved into the mansion, and Francis used the basement as his office. Now, I couldn't find exactly what he did as a doctor, if he was more of, like, a family physician or Mm -hmm. surgery or whatever the case may be. But some did say that he used the basement of the house for autopsies. So maybe he was a mortician. Okay, okay. I'm not sure. All right, okay, or, like, one of those, like, weird scientists and stuff. I mean, weird scientists. Scientists who were exploring dead bodies to figure out how human bodies work. Right, yeah, that, yeah. (laughs) Which feels gross and creepy to me, but for (laughs) doctors, it's like, I suppose that's how you learn. Oh, it's insane. I listen to this podcast called This Podcast Will Kill You, and they're, like, (laughs) two women 
in the biology field and one talks about the biology of like diseases or parasites or whatever and the mm-hmm. other one talks about the history of it and it's kind of fascinating mm-hmm. to see the history of it of like yeah they really were just like testing randomly on people and animals because there really was another There's way of no doing other way. it yeah i think about that a lot just like how how much knowledge i take for granted mm-hmm. um that we have that feels so baseline but that has taken thousands of years for us yeah. to feel confident about. <laughs> and there were a lot of mishaps on the way to get there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> well, not only was the mansion the first in Savannah to have electricity, but Francis was the first in Savannah to have an electric car. An electric car? Right. What? <laughs> This blew my mind. In 1915? By 1900s, 28% of all cars produced were electric. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. My mouth is wide open. I don't... (laughs) I had no idea. That's crazy. From my understanding, it was like... So there were electric cars, steam-powered cars, and gas-based cars. Yeah. Um, And the only reason gas, oil took over was because it was cheaper to make yeah eventually yeah. uh-huh but now oh it's just like wild to me now that of we course have it's like, like a whole other <laughs> yeah. a whole other issue of like environmental resources yeah, that we're yeah. using but wow that's so interesting well yeah. i'm sure like at that point like an electric car was also a status symbol oh yeah because gas was cheaper yeah right? yeah, yeah oh for sure mm. so now he has this giant mansion and an electric car. Did yeah, he, like, get like... all the art with the mansion, too? Ooh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. Okay, okay. I'm sure his fam, or I'm sure the Hamilton family probably took it with Took that. a lot of it, yeah. Or if Francis was like, hey, I really like this. Can I buy it with yeah. the house? Uh-huh. I'm sure he got to keep some of it. Okay, all right, yeah. for it with the house. I mean, the house was, like, already expensive without the art, so. Well, like, <laughs> you think, I'm sure for wealthy people or, like, large houses, you buy art to fit the house mm-hmm. most of the time. Yes, so that's this true piece of art was bought specifically for this wall so i'm gonna keep it with the house you know yeah. i mean especially for something like so decorated and yeah, stuff already yeah, yeah. like i'm sure the architecture was already very intricate yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was not like a clean slate no. type of um, <laughs> house model that you purchased yeah it's not like our modern houses that are like white walls uh-huh. very simple yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> all right <laughs> Dr. Francis and his family lived there until 1926 when the house opened up for boarding. So they still owned the house, yeah. but I think they moved away and they just like rented it mm-hmm. out. Okay. Um, so in 1928, the Marine Hospital nurses moved in and lived there until the 40s when the Turners moved back into the mansion. Oh. Marine hospital nurses. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I guess nurses need a place to live too. I guess. And what a great place to live. <laughs> yeah, really. They deserve it. <laughs> They've seen a lot and just yeah. yeah. All nurses need mansions. <laughs> this is the new uh Please. The new campaign. <laughs> Let's we're gonna write that Seriously. up. Seriously. <laughs> so the family moved back into the mansion in the forties. After that, the house passed through many hands until it was purchased and turned into apartments. The manager of the apartments was Joe Odom and he would throw crazy parties, (laughs) which of course, again, we're back to throwing parties in this mansion, but it just makes sense for the space. Totally makes sense. (laughs) Oh yeah. I'm so, I'm surprised those nurses weren't having parties. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure they were. (laughs) Sailors coming on. Uh Oh yeah. (laughs) Well, these, 
parties were kind of not what the Hamiltons threw. You know, the Hamiltons were like high society parties, mm, you like know. Champagne. Right, right, right. And like fancy hors d'oeuvres. Exactly. Okay. Dressed to the nines. Yeah. yeah. These were more like crazy, like drunken. <laughs> like, <laughs> go all out. I'm sure drugs were involved. Yeah. So like it definitely struck the mansion with a lot of scandals at the time. Mm-hmm. Um. He was, Joe Odom was a gay attorney turned musician. So oh that God. also is kind of scandalous. That's super cool. Was he out or like this is something that we know now? I So there was a book called Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. Okay. Very popular book and it turned into a movie of the same name. Okay. But this book kind of like, it's nonfiction mm-hmm. and it, kind of talks about a lot of key figures at that time in Savannah and that does talk about Joe Odom so I don't think I don't know if he was out at the time or if it eventually came out or if it was kind of like one of those open secrets type thing where like he didn't publicize it but like kind of everybody knew and like all the other rich men who were like also in the closet like would go to his parties and (laughs) absolutely (laughs) probably right (laughs) yeah Yeah, okay (laughs) all right that makes sense uh I just picture, like, I know it's, like, later than the 20s, but I just picture the 20s style, like, like a great roaring Gatsby, 20s. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So the book features the mansion more specifically than many of the other places, and many who live and work there. So Joe's friend, Nancy Hillis, she purchased the building in 1991. And before I get into her, I do want to make a shout-out to a wonderful performer, named the Lady Chablis, for being a pioneer in the trans world, whether she knew it or not. Like, she lived in Savannah until her death in 2016. Wow. And she's featured in the book because she frequented the Hamilton Turner Inn. (gasps) So it was like, she was a big deal back then. Whoa. That is huge. Yeah. I mean, for Georgia, too. Like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow, what a hero. And she has an autobiography called Hiding, Hiding My Candy. So I definitely <laughs> want to read that. But I love that title. It's a great title. name of the book. <laughs> wow. But um, Nancy Hillis, to make ends meet, began renting out the rooms to many different people. And she lived in the basement to help with the upkeep of the mansion. In 1997, the mansion was bought by Charlie and Sue Stickland, who turned it into a hotel. And now the current owners are Gay and Jim Dunlop. Uh, They work closely with the Historical Society to maintain the building and the legacy and such like that. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And they've done a beautiful job, like, renovating it. Mm Because there was a time in the 1900s where it was abandoned and kind of, like, things were, like, Mm. falling apart and it just wasn't upkept very well. So it makes well. sense to work with the historical society yeah, so you can yeah, like yeah. preserve the the bones of it, Exactly. Right? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, now you can go stay at it and it's a very expensive hotel to stay in, but <laughs> I you would never know that it was like abandoned for a period yeah. of time. Like it's oh, gorgeous. Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before we get into hauntings, we're going to take a quick break. Okay. Go play billiards, read a book. Great. Throw a lavish party because we all deserve it. Yeah, go hug a nurse. <laughs> yes. Just give them a mansion. Especially maybe. after COVID. <laughs> yes. Give nurses mansions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back.
We are back, and we're going to talk about some hauntings in the Hamilton Turner mansion. This gorgeous, bright mansion. Yes. And again, like you said, if I was a ghost, why not stay in a luxury? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially if there's, like, all these other rich people visiting, too, you know? Oh, like, you can yeah. get all of the gossip and... That's the best news. part about... I hope, if I do become a ghost, I still have the ability to, like eavesdrop yeah because <laughs> that is the best gift as a ghost oh yeah no you get all the tea that's yes. uh no that's perfect that's all i want <laughs> well there have been sightings of a man standing at the top of the stairs wearing a tailored suit and many believe this is to be samuel hamilton mm. the doc or the original owner mm-hmm. um so apparently they've seen him, I. Yeah. but usually at the top of the stairs. I kind of envision, like, mm. the parties he's hosting. You always, you know, stand at the top he's of the like stairs. He's, like, overlooking. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. welcoming your guests to yeah. the party. Yeah, Keeping yeah. an eye on everyone while also having, like, kind of, like, an intimidating stance. Right. This is my house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are in my territory now. <laughs> we talked about Hillis. When she was the owner of the house, she heard footsteps on the upper floors Mm. when no one was living there. It sounded like whomever it was was running. Mm. And she heard footsteps on multiple occasions. But there there was one specific time when she was with her friend. They both heard the footsteps, so they called the police. Which honestly... Them calling the police is, like, the most shocking part of these stories. Because <laughs> most of the time you get to a haunting or horror movies or whatever, and it's like, let's go check it out ourselves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that makes me think, like, they thought people were robbing them, right? Right, Like, they right. didn't think it was the ghost. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So they called the cops, and um, when the cop arrived, he also heard the footsteps. <gasps> Which is a good thing. Okay, yeah. You know, it's a lot of times the cops are like, eh, you're crazy. Yeah, There's just no an emotional here. woman. Right, right, right. <laughs> but he too heard him, so that's good. So validating. Yes. <laughs> but when he checked it out, the house was empty. You know, like, the entire house is empty. Okay. And and I'm sure that house takes a long time to search to, like, confirm rooms. that it is empty. Yes. That's a project. Yes. <laughs> So I don't blame, you know, Hillis and her friend, like, two women alone in a huge house. Totally. Yeah. No, that's scary. Which I'm assuming late at night, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. You could be Uh hiding in several different places. Especially if both of them were hearing it. Right. I I don't know. Okay. The cop Mm -hmm. also said that every point of entry into the house was locked. Okay. So it's like... (laughs) I just kind of, like, envision the game of Clue. Yeah. Yeah. We're like... You're checking the library. You're checking the fourth. Yeah, <laughs> but like the suspect is like sneaking through secret passages through like yeah. big, huge like artwork. <laughs> <laughs> All the trap doors and stuff. right, right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, but if every entry point is locked from the inside, it kind of is like suspicious. Yeah, to say the least. Like, at what point are ghosts just kind of, like, fucking around with people? Like, do they just, like, want right. to, like, get them a little scared? <laughs> just <Exactly>. for funsies? <laughs> Let's race. Yeah. <laughs> Let's run across. Let's see what they do. <laughs> I 
I just don't know what else, how else you would, I mean, explain it. If the only explanation is if every point is like locked inside, yeah. either the footsteps weren't footsteps and there was some other noise you're hearing, which sounds unlikely because everyone knows what a footstep is. Yeah, like. yeah. Especially if three people are hearing it. Like that's, um, the person that were making the footsteps is still in the house and kind of is like, in a different room when you're checking, you know? Yeah. Or they're ghosts. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, what would you do as a cop if you were in that situation? Would you just be like, well, I didn't see anything. Okay, bye. I don't even know. Like, would you, like, send a counselor to right. comfort these people or a priest? Yeah, because you know. too heard them, you know? So it's like... yeah. Like, what would you say? Like, there's not, like, a cat in the house or something, right? Not, yeah. I have no idea what I would do as a cop. He probably was like, I'm a little freaked out, so I'm going to leave. Yeah. Good luck with this. (laughs) Do you all need a ride somewhere? (laughs) The most Mm -hmm. common haunting is the of the Hamilton children. Mm. You can hear billiard balls falling down the (gasps) stairs. And you can also hear the game of pool on the upper floor. Oh my god. So that, like... That would freak me out. If you're, like, walking up the stairs and you just hear a ball. Or, like... Oh, yeah. Or, like, kids' kids feet. Yes. Like, that's a whole other level of terror. (laughs) (laughs) When the noises stop, you can sometimes hear giggling. (laughs) Oh my god. I've said it before, (laughs) and I'll say it again. Children's laughing is like top tier creepiest sounds. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> oh my gosh. And that has been like drilled into our heads by like the horror film industry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it is it is not difficult to uh get goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> like hearing a small giggle. Children's feet and children laughing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no. Not okay. I mean, I guess any invisible laughing yeah. is terrifying. There's something about children's yeah. laughing. But I don't I don't really know why either, because it's like, why would... I would think that an adult would be more malicious in the afterlife than yeah. a child would, right? Yeah. Like, maybe the chi- the kids just, like, want to play around. Like, they're just, like, looking for a buddy. They're like the Sour Patch Kids, where they're, like, <laughs> sour, then they're sweet. Yeah. <laughs> like, oops. Exactly. Just killed that guy on the roof. <laughs> you want a hug? Exactly. <laughs> Yep. Snip someone's hair off, and it's like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought it'd be funny. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I don't trust them not to pull any pranks. Uh-uh. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially if they've been like hanging in that house for like a few hundred years. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's because we don't think of ghosts as children because we think of ghosts as being elderly people. You yeah. Know, you pass away in your old age, or some random. You know, like this podcast about true crime. So you don't think about kids being murdered and stuff like yeah. that so i think there is a sense of that of like there should not be a child ghost yeah yeah so maybe that makes it a little more creepier mm. when you hear it it's like you don't belong here yeah or it's even like more of like a tragic ending to yeah, a child's yeah, yeah. life too right yeah. like you know there's some other fucked up shit if yeah, there's yeah. if there's a kid wandering around my aunt or i guess i should say my uncle and my cousin used to play pranks on my on my other cousin, uh, his daughter, uh, when she got home late to places. Oh. Their stairs kind of, like, come down and then end right at the front door. Uh-huh. So she'd, like, come home late, 
and they would dump like marbles down the stairs <laughs> in the middle of the night you know and she'd freak out that is terrifying so i picture that when it's like yeah i would freak out no absolutely especially if it's invisible yeah yeah but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. oh my god an innkeeper working at the house left one night headed towards her car parked in the square. Mm-hmm. She felt the feeling of being watched, so she turned to look at the house, wondering if someone needed to get her attention before she was leaving for the night. When she turned, she saw the silhouette of a man standing on the roof. She intently stared, thinking she was seeing things, as we all probably would Yeah. <laughs> But then a small orange light glowed in the dark, in the dark sky. Whoever was there was smoking a cigar. As the innkeeper stared, the man never moved, but the cigar continued to burn until the innkeeper blinked and the man and cigar vanished. So I guess it's like, you know, that glow of a cigar or cigarettes. Yeah. yeah. It like, it, it's a, you can it's, like see the embers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Mm-hmm. On the roof, too. Yeah, yeah, That would be freaky. Yeah. I mean, after hearing right. <laughs> this, this guy get shot on the roof. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm imagining, like, that's probably what the security guard was doing all night. Was right. just, like, sitting up there smoking a cigar. Of course. <laughs> what else is there to do? When you're guarding a house in 1920. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing much else to do. Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. Same with going to, like, go see lights be turned on at the house. There's nothing else yeah. to do in the late 1800s. It's like, it's, let's go check out the glowing yes. house. <laughs> yep. But yeah, let's uh, smoke a cigar, because why not? Oh, but, my gosh. Yeah, that, any silhouette of anybody and then them just disappearing, whether they're ghosts or not, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that's creepy. I'd, like, sprint to my car. Like, I don't yeah. need anybody watching me late at night. Uh-uh. No way. No way. I mean, especially, like, a housekeeper leaving her job. Right. Mm-hmm. That's terrifying. Yeah. If you stay there, it is very possible that you could hear footsteps walking by your bed in the middle of the night. <laughs> Just adjust. <laughs> Many people have stayed in the house, and they all say they've heard strange noises. Mm. There was a man who was in the military. He took a day trip to Savannah, but missed the bus back to base and didn't have money to rent a room. Mm-hmm. So he found himself sneaking into the abandoned Hamilton Turner house at the time. Oh my God. He slept on the third floor, but every night he claimed to hear strange, like very strange noises. And not your average house creaks, but more like sounds of someone walking upstairs or moving throughout the house at night, mm. which could be, you know, he's, there could be other homeless people that were wandering yeah. the abandoned house and Yeah, stuff he like just that. snuck in. Right. One night he became so alarmed, he climbed out onto the roof thinking someone was in the house heading into the room he was sleeping in. And it could be like a police officer or another, you know. For sure. Right. But you know, like that, like. That's a you know when someone's no. approaching a bedroom. And if you're urine. staying in an abandoned house, like there's already a whole other level yeah. of anxiety. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very much so. Um but of course no one showed up. So he definitely attributes his I think he stayed there three nights. Okay. Um he definitely attributes a lot of the sounds he was hearing to like supernatural yeah. paranormal things. Yeah. Um yeah, if you hear footsteps up to 
a specific room. Coming up to your room? Creaks of like, it's an old house at this point. Yeah. There are definitely creaky floors, especially when they're not maintained. So Uh yeah, it's like, and then no one, then just nothing shows up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure, like you were saying, like everything is creaky. So like you can hear Mm -hmm. all of the movement in the whole building. So. Mm. Would you spend the night in a luxury hotel? (laughs) (laughs) I think I would. Yeah. I think I would. I think, I mean, I don't know. Like, like I said, like I don't have experience with, with the paranormal, but I'm I'm very intrigued. Right. Is this, do they like advertise the fact that it's haunted? Um, I wouldn't say they advertise it. Uh It is, uh, yeah, it's part of the history. And I do think on their website, they do make a point of saying, yeah. This place is known as being haunted type of deal. Um, but I mean, it, as a person, I would want to know if the place that I'm staying at is haunted. <laughs> <laughs> as a consumer. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, there are definitely uh, inns and bed and breakfasts and hotels in Savannah that yeah. definitely play it up. Oh, really? That are like, okay. come stay in the haunted inn. Mm, Do it. Okay, okay. Where I think this place, because it is more like luxurious and stuff like yeah. that, they're kind of like, it, it does have the history of that. Okay. But they're like trying like... to keep it more low key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but like if you do hear something, they can just say that it was a ghost. Right, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would absolutely stay there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's a gorgeous house. Whether I'm haunted or hear footsteps late at night, okay. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> like I hear footsteps in my house. Right. So <laughs> Is there a place or a house that you would haunt? That I would haunt. Ooh. <sighs> Maybe the White House. Ooh. <laughs> I feel like like being a ghost in the White House would be would be pretty clutch. Mm-hmm. Like one, like you get all that tea, but also I mean it's a beautiful home. Yes. <laughs> yes. And right now they have a few dogs there. <laughs> um and if I was there in the last five years, I could do some, like, serious haunting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that would be pretty great. Hell, yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's, like, a lot of political power as a ghost in the White House. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to stick with yeah. that answer. That's I like that. That's a great answer. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kind of talked about some ghosts last season in the mm-hmm. White House, and it would be great to run into Abraham Lincoln in the White House. Totally. I'd be so into that. <laughs> I did just, like, see something that was saying... How do we know that ghosts can't affect the living? Mm-hmm. Because there are still white people alive. <laughs> Great answer. Yep. <laughs> like, I believe it. So you haven't experienced any of your own personal hauntings or anything like that? I have not. Do you know anybody who has or any interesting ghost stories? You know, it was funny when you asked me about it, I... Like, when I think of the word ghost, like, it's a very, like, expanded definition, right? right? And, like, because Judaism, like, has existed for thousands of years and it was created by humans, of course, there are also these sort right. of paranormal type of stories. Right, right, right. But one of my favorite ones is of Lilith. Have you heard of Lilith before? I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Lilith, for folks who don't know, is the rumored first wife of Adam, the first human. So Adam was created, and he's sitting in the Garden of Eden. He's like, all right, God, I need a buddy. Um, So God makes Lilith, (laughs) and Lilith is supposed to be this beautiful wife for Adam. And they're having sex. 
as they do. As you do. You know, Adam, Lilith, hanging out. Lilith is like, I want to be on the top. I want to be on the top. Like, we're equal. And Adam was like, no, you are the wife. You are submissive. You need to be on the bottom. So Lilith was like, fuck that shit. And she (laughs) flies out of the Garden of Eden and flies to the other side of the earth. And then Eve is made, and Eve is, like, the nice, submissive wife. Right. Um, But, like, 500, 1,000 years later, Lilith becomes this, like, baby-snatching ghost. Ooh. So, in Jewish communities, to explain the high rates of infant mortality Hmm. because of lack of health care and clean water, um, they blamed it on Lilith. Huh. Because the scariest thing for old men I guess is like a woman who owns her sexuality apparently (laughs) so she is seen as this like the foil to like the perfect mother so we have like amulets that people would put around their baby's necks saying Lilith leave this baby alone damn isn't that wild (laughs) it's crazy they take that seriously (laughs) oh yeah yeah it's like it's it's definitely like I would call it a ghost story like they call her a demon they call her like all of these other things um but she's supposed to be this foil of like what the perfect woman should be Mm -hmm. and she's kind of like immortal in a way Mm -hmm. which is kind of ghost-like yeah Yeah, definitely very much so yeah yeah definitely like supernatural like she was the first woman created so it's uh it's pretty radical but also like in the last hundred few hundred years she's kind of turned into this like jewish feminist icon i love that of this like woman who just like owns herself and like stood up to the first man created and (laughs) it's it's really cool. Her transformation as, like, a figure in Judaism has been really interesting. That is fascinating. I, like, wrote my senior thesis on her, and it's, um, yeah. That's she's awesome. so fascinating. I love her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, she's amazing. Pro I, I stand with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Let me get a amulet that says pro Yes. Lilith. <laughs> Lilith, come take me. Yes. <laughs> take my baby. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if you want. <laughs> Have me, Lilith. That's yes. <laughs> well, Hannah, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. You can follow Haunted Hometowns on Instagram and Twitter at Haunted Hometowns for this week's uh, photos, guest info, and upcoming news related to the podcast. Subscribe, rate, comment, share the podcast, and please send me your ghost stories of your moms, grandparents, best friends, coworkers, dog sitters, hairdressers, like seriously, anybody, just send it my way. And I would absolutely love to hear them. Email them to hauntedhometownspodcast at gmail.com. Could be anything from candles lighting on their own to the sound of humming coming from your basement. Please let me know. And Hannah, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at mixhannahb, M-X-H-A-N-N-A-H-B. Awesome. Yeah. And yeah. tune in next week because everyone loves a ghost story. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
and Pepe Munoz, the artist for the artwork. Follow him on Instagram at p.e.p.e.munoz, M-U-N-O-Z.